0: Very good morning, guys. Hello. Bom dia. Good morning. Buenos dias. I just arrived yesterday from Portugal. And that's why my belly is just, I don't know. (laughs) These guys, they know how to eat. Um, I've been in your town. Ah, Leiria, <laughs> a beautiful town. So, uh, just want to thank you, all of you have been praying for us. We were there from Tuesday until yesterday. Uh, there's a lot happening in Portugal now. Uh, like in this video, David was talking about Europe, and in, in Portugal is another part of Europe that we are not so close. And after everything that we saw there, wow, well, it's just amazing. We... We would love to walk more and more with those guys. We have been, of course, Lisbon, but also many different towns around these five churches. In March, last March this year, they came here, Tito and Fabricio, from two different towns uh, in Portugal. And we were there now gathering with their pastors. They are good churches. They are spread in different parts of the country. And some moments were very shocking for us. Even as Brazilian, I don't remember to see such strong um, Catholicism in the culture. We went in this place called Fatima, and I could see uh, a very, it was heartbreaking for me. I even had courage to take photo, because we had this big um, sanctuary, like a big church. 6,000 people and they were coming on their knees into the other part of this big huge square paying um, vows to Fatima and behind there was a cross but in the front where they were going on their knees it was a huge Fatima with a huge crown and they worshiping that thing. In that, that town I could see people from everywhere in Europe doing this. Spain, just next door, but everywhere in Europe, and also uh, and is in that place that is not allowed to have any Protestant church. And, and that evening, on the same, that same day and that evening, we were gathering 40 people inside the place that is not allowed to have a church in a restaurant worshiping Jesus. It was beautiful to see a church just uh, being born in that place. So powerful, so prophetic, and they were thirsty of Jesus, asking about the cross, asking about the gospel, and we were worshiping, and the Holy Spirit filled that place, and also the best place for services, restaurants, because of (laughs) of course we ate, (laughs) and uh, the the gentleman who was the owner of the restaurant, I said to him when I just wrote, oh, thank you for having us, And, and, and then he looked at me. Don't thank me. Thank him. This belongs to him. This is for him. Everybody was so engaged in the mission in that place. Uh, so it was very uh, inspiring to see everything that's happening. Probably some of them or, or some of their pastors are coming in November in our leadership conference. Uh, I just arrived yesterday, so I don't have photos to show, but you add on our um, uh, Facebook page of the church you, and you see food i take the (laughs) i take the photos of food and i just put the photos preaching and then uh, i was really really nice my brain is exhausted five four days translating all the time the church they have a van so you're traveling with a van with the five pastors inside translating 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 all the time and they don't give you a break they don't stop And also the services and also the preaching. But it was beautiful, beautiful to see a new family. People that I felt so identified. They love Jesus so much. Healthy, good New Testament churches in Portugal. And, and, and for that nation, big numbers for Portugal. Some churches with 400, 300, 200 in different places. So it was, was beautiful. Thank you for praying for us. And later on, uh, just go for our Facebook group. I'll add the, upload the, the photos over there. Thank you, church. Thank you.
1: Wow. Isn't it good to hear what God is doing around the world? Um, we're going to hear from a guy called Jim in a moment. He leads the church down in mid Sussex. Um, and he's actually going to be speaking on the same uh text that Steve used last week. So we are getting a double whammy of giving. So it's fantastic. So Dan is going to read the scripture for us and then we'll be watching Jim on the screen. Good
2: morning. I just wanted to quickly pray before I read it out actually. Um, yeah, thank you Lord um, that you show your love for us so powerfully. And actually we talk about your grace to the church and to how your grace works through us, Lord, your, your love and kindness to us. And actually, Lord, you share your heart with us. And that's, that's why we do all these things in, in relation to the scripture. I'm just going to uh, read out about giving, Lord. <laughs> actually, it's about your heart um, just being seen amongst your people to each other and to the world. Um, it's not a list of do's and don'ts. It's about your heart, Lord. And actually, that, that has a tangible form. It looks a particular way. But also, it's in close relationship with you, Father. So we just want to honour that, Lord. This, is, this has to be done in relationship with you. Otherwise, it's just meaningless. <laughs> actually, it's empty. You are the whole purpose of, of everything, Lord. Uh, and, and you are love. So, yeah, 2 Corinthians 8, 1 to 7 the collection for the lord's people and now brothers and sisters we want you to know about the grace that god has given the macedonian churches in the midst of a very severe trial the overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity for i testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability Entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people. And they exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord and then by the will of God also to us. So we urge Titus, just as he has earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part. But since you excel in everything, In faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. Lord, help us (laughs) to just be like this. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hi,
3: everyone. It's such a privilege for me to be able to contribute to our new ground Sunday. I get so excited when I imagine you all there in your churches, gathered together, gathered to Jesus, and also somehow we're gathering together as a new ground family today. And um, I just love this idea of all being together. So a big hello to you, a big hello to my friends and. Piracicaba and Aracemapolis in Brazil, and to everyone in the Netherlands, and to those in Liverpool and Leon and everywhere else, it's brilliant to join together. I want to just take a few minutes today to bring a few thoughts from the verses that we had read from two Corinthians chapter eight. I recognise that for some people um, today watching this, you're very familiar with what New Ground is all about. You've been to the conferences, you've read the magazine, you listen to the podcast, you've got the t shirt and the souvenir mug, you're fully on board with everything that New Ground is. But I also guess some people are watching this message today, and this may be your first ever time in church, or maybe you've just been going along to this church for a few weeks and you've heard of New Ground, but you're not kind of sure what it is or how it all fits together. It was brilliant to hear from Dave and Liz earlier to hear of all that they've been up to, Um, but maybe you're sitting there and you're hearing Dave talk about being an apostolic family of churches and you're thinking, well, what does that really mean? Well, I think these verses from 2 Corinthians chapter 8 really help us understand and unpack how important and how exciting it is to be part of a family of churches together on a mission. So, So let's delve in. 2 Corinthians, it was written by the Apostle, Paul to a church in the city of Corinth which was a Greek city, a wealthy pagan hedonistic city and in this section of his second letter to them Paul is encouraging this local church in Corinth to get involved in financially supporting Christians who are struggling in Jerusalem We know as we read other bits of the Bible, if you read like Romans chapter 15, that Paul had planned to go to Jerusalem and to take a financial gift to the church there to help alleviate poverty. So Paul was making an appeal to the churches that he had established and planted and laid foundations. He was making an appeal to see if they would give a gift to support and encourage the Christians who were living back in Jerusalem. So Paul's inviting the Corinthians to get involved in this and to encourage them, he um, wants to inspire them by another church's example. He says, I want you to know about the churches in Macedonia. So that's like cities like Thessalonica and Philippi, where we know Paul wrote letters and visited as well. He says to the Corinthians, I want you to know what the guys up in Macedonia are doing, how they've got on board with this appeal to help the Christians back in Jerusalem. In just a few verses here we begin to get a sense to capture some of the atmosphere and the culture of New Testament church life. We, we can see here how different churches are relating together through the apostolic ministry of Paul and his team. We've got Jerusalem and we've got Corinth and we've got the churches in Macedonia, Philippi and Thessalonica and these cities they are hundreds of miles apart. I mean, Corinth is like 800 miles from Jerusalem. Philippi and Thessalonica, they're even further away. In an age before email and Zoom and aeroplanes and the combustion engine, these are vast distances. So what connected all these churches together? Well, what connected them was the apostolic ministry of Paul and his team he laid foundations in these churches which meant when the guys in Jerusalem were struggling he could come to the church in Corinth and say guys can you help um, can you get on board with this maybe we can do something together that will make a difference for the church in Jerusalem maybe somehow even though our churches are separated by hundreds of Of miles by geography and by culture maybe together in partnership and on mission together maybe together we can support and encourage the church in jerusalem maybe we can be a family of churches that actually makes a difference together in the world you see what bound these different churches together in the new testament was jesus the gospel and in this example the apostolic ministry of paul and his team Now, the churches in Macedonia, they didn't need much encouragement to get involved. Paul says, we want you to know about the grace that God gave them to get on board with this. I mean, they were fully signed up. Um, They wanted to support the the global church through Paul's ministry. And even though they were going through a real trial themselves, we read that. We see in verse 2 that their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. The churches in Macedonia were facing massive pressure and massive persecution and trial, but it didn't stop them wanting to be part of something bigger beyond themselves. I recognise that in our own family of churches, um, churches are facing trials of many kinds. Um, The post-pandemic world, the economic crisis that we're living through, um, all creates a challenging context for church and mission and when that happens it can be so easy to kind of like just batten up the hatches just think we're just going to get through this season we're just going to focus on home base prioritize the local church but what i love as i read these verses in 2 corinthians chapter 8 is that even though the macedonians were under pressure and persecution themselves they still longed to play their part in something bigger than just their own location paul says they gave beyond their ability and they didn't have to be persuaded if you look at verse 4 he says they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in the service to the Lord's people the churches in Macedonia were like of course we want to help of course we want to get involved in playing a role in supporting the church in Jerusalem of course we want to get caught up in global mission of course we want to serve what God is doing across the earth We don't want to just be independent and focus on ourselves. We're pleading with you, Paul. Include us, involve us, let us contribute, let us play a part. What a a beautiful heart for a local church to have. To engage in kingdom ministry as part of this wider family of churches that we read about in the New Testament. Through their relationship with Paul, who is an apostle to them. They were able to be part of what God was doing in Jerusalem, hundreds and hundreds of miles away. Guys, this is kind of what it means to be part of an apostolic family of churches. Somehow, we in our local churches, we get to be involved and in part of what God is doing across the world. We get to be involved. We get to contribute. Through Dave and Liz and the apostolic team that I and others are part of, we can feel connected And we can contribute to church planting endeavours in the Netherlands, like the new plant that's happening in Rotterdam. Somehow in South East England, in small market towns like Sevenoaks and Oxted, we can be connected to what God is doing in Brazil and the churches that are part of our family there. Somehow the church up at the borders of Scotland can be connected to Berlin and Brussels and even Burgess Hill because we're part of the same family together. So how does that actually work in practice? Well, Paul gives us a bit of a roadmap in these verses. Again, talking about the churches in Macedonia, he, he says in verse five that they exceeded our expectations. They gave themselves first of all to the Lord and then by the will of God also to us. First of all, Paul says, we give ourselves to the Lord. In our local churches, in our families, in our work, in our communities, we give ourselves to the Lord we put God first we put Jesus first in all things local churches that are made up of individual members who have made the decision to give themselves fully to the Lord I wonder have you done that today have you given yourself fully to Jesus have you said to him you are my Lord you are my rescuer you my life now is about following you and honoring you we give ourselves first of all the Lord but then Paul says that the churches up in Macedonia they'd also by the will of God given themselves to us that means they've given themselves to Paul and his apostolic team these local churches had bought in to an apostolic vision that Paul and his team carried Um, they gave themselves to it that's why they urgently pleaded with Paul that they could somehow be involved in supporting the church in Jerusalem because they'd caught something of Paul's heart for the church beyond themselves in other nations for planting churches for strengthening churches they've given themselves to Paul and his team to that apostolic vision and that's what it means to be a church that's part of an apostolic family it means we give ourselves to Jesus and then through apostolic ministry we give ourselves to support and serve an apostolic vision for healthy churches in the nations of the world and it's just such a privilege to do this the Macedonians thought that it's a privilege to be involved and so Paul appeals to the Corinthians and says guys are you on board too look what the guys in Macedonia are doing how they're getting stuck in what about you I mean you've got more resources than the Macedonians what part could you play how can you get involved and Paul encourages them in in all the ways that they excel in their church and in ministry see also that they excel in this grace of giving so they can be part of supporting the guys in Jerusalem. In the same way, we get to do something together, (laughs) whether in the Netherlands or England or Scotland or Brazil or France, wherever it is, we, we get to be part of something. We may not all go to Brazil, but we can be part of it. We can pray, we can contribute, we can encourage, we can believe for what God is gonna do in these relationships that we have together. So I want to encourage all of us watching today, like the Corinthians, let's also be inspired by the example of these Macedonian churches in the first century to be part of something beyond ourselves. So how can we get involved? Let me just suggest three ideas for you. Firstly, be informed. Find out what's going on in our family of churches. Go to the website, um, read the blogs, listen to the podcast find out what's happening across the new ground family of churches secondly let me encourage you to pray we can all pray Um, pray for church plants pray for leaders pray for the team that's heading this up pray for new initiatives and new doors to open pray that god would open doors for new grounds pray in your churches for all that we're doing together and finally when there are moments to give Be generous. This was ultimately what Paul was encouraging the church in Corinth um, about to excel in the grace of giving to support the church in Jerusalem. Guys, we're about something together, and together we can do a lot, Um, but it all needs resourcing. And your contribution makes a difference. The Macedonians didn't have much, but what they gave made a massive difference. And somehow, together, we can make a difference in what we're doing in the nations of the world. But all of that starts with a heart response. Paul says, the Macedonians first of all gave themselves to the Lord and then also to us. It starts in the heart, giving ourselves to what Jesus is doing on the earth and then giving ourselves to this family of churches that we're part of. Jesus' great commission is to make disciples to the ends of the earth and I want you to know that we as a core team are utterly committed to that goal to make disciples through healthy churches in different nations around the world it's an incredible vision to give ourselves to so let me also make an appeal to you today as you're watching this in your churches don't sit on the edges we can do so much more together You can be involved, you can contribute, you can play, you can play a part supporting and praying for churches in other towns, cities and nations, giving, being informed, encouraging. There's so many ways to get involved and as we do that we're going to believe that God is going to do incredible things amongst us. God bless you all in the wonderful and mighty name of Jesus.
1: Well, that was our friend Jim. Many of you will have met and known and loved Jim, but how lovely to have him with us on screen this morning. And so good to hear that that passage preached again, two weeks running. We're going to respond in a moment. And as Kaz said at the beginning, it's also part two of our gift days, and this is part of that. Um, But before we do so, I, I love the way that Jim encourages us. It's not... This is not fundraising, remember. We're not just about raising funds for our local church or or for, um, for our family of churches around the world. We're a family. We, we pray. Um, some of you here will know names, will know places, will know people. Some of you are thinking, wow, I've just walked in today. I don't even know how to pray for these places. That's great. I'm just going to ask you to stand up with me and uh, maybe you want to pray for... Uh, Where you're standing, maybe you just want to pray out loud for Brazil, for Carlo um, uh, in uh, Piracicaba and um, Biro in Erasimapolis. Maybe you you want to pray for some of the friends that Danny's been meeting with this week in uh, Leria and, and Lisbon in Portugal. Maybe it's our friends in Maastricht, Martin and Lisa and their fine church plant or the guys in The Hague or Berlin, perhaps Scotland's on your heart. Anyone got Scotland on their heart? Um, maybe it was hearing that, wow, there's some South African churches in the family as well now. Hey, maybe it's Crawley you want to pray for and uh, 150,000 people around this building that don't yet know Jesus. Can you just lift your voices and pray with me for this family around the world? If you don't know what to pray, just say, Lord Jesus, will you show your love to these countries, these people? Maybe you want to pray strengthening church planters. Maybe you're praying for those that don't know Jesus in those cities. But let's pray together. Let's do the work of praying for a moment.